Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't know who's the one that wore the purple wig, but it was just, the hairline was here and the wig was just, it was giving hat. It was, what was confusing me is just that you're coming out of a Lamborghini. Hello everyone, welcome to That With Bang Podcast, a podcast where film and TV reviews meet fan fiction. I am your co-host Adesi. And I'm Patricia. And today we are joined by a very, 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 very special guest. She is an extremely talented playwright and poet. She's had her work featured on BBC, The Tate Modern, Birmingham oh. Rec Theatre, Theatre Absolute. She's done everything. The credentials are long. Credentials. <laughs> And I haven't even said that name yet because her name carries weight in this world, isn't it? It's true. Isn't it? It's true, girl. Hey. It's true. So I'd love to introduce you to the wonderful Lana Ray Adairemi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a big fan of this podcast. <laughs> How have you been? How, how's life? I'm really good. At the moment, I'm preparing for my play. I have a play in April in the Bel- Belgrade Theatre in Coventry. So just been working on that. I'm really enjoying the process and just trying to be present and just cherish memories with like my friends and not being so obsessed with like work 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 so just mm. having more balance i feel i feel like this year i've had a lot more balance than ever in my life so i'm really grateful can you tell us anything about the play yeah so um the play is essentially about um 10,000 women in abelkota who overthrew colonial taxation so at the time um they were you know the british colonial administrators were the authority figures and the women were like, you know what? Like, we're not going to accept the fact that you are essentially stealing away our profits, our hard-earned profits. So mm-hmm. they organized strikes and protests, which took place for many, many years. And then they were eventually victorious and the king abdicated. So the story is basically about, um, you know, women's organizing through movements, but also about the creativity and innovation um, that it took to, you know, be successful in overthrowing um, taxation that was imposed by the British and my grandmother witnessed the revolt when she was about three or four. So, oh yeah, it feels very surreal because it was in 1947. So um, I have a connection to that in that sense. And um, I'm just really excited because I'm excited to put like Nigerian stories on stage. We know you're working hard. Everything she creates is talented. <laughs> we mm-hmm. all went to uni with Lana Ray and like the work phenomenal consistent <laughs> i feel like this is a i'm very much hyping you but mm-hmm. sometimes you need to give people their flowers yeah but i like what you said about just trying to be like present in life mm. oh my gosh because yeah. hmm it's so true <laughs> i feel like life has been life in me because i haven't been embracing it as much and i feel like as i was turning 25 and the whole journey of like what have i accomplished what have i done i realized that i'm not going to enjoy any of my 20s if i spend the whole time mm. not embracing the moment sometimes we attach ourselves so much to like our art or what we make that when they ask you like so who are you and you can't say i'm a writer i'm this it's like oh yeah i was thinking about that and i just don't feel like i'm ever going to be defined by work really like obviously i talk about it and i take work seriously and i always want to do the best job that i can do but Mm. i don't get any like deep fulfillment from Mm. like 
working a nine to five really mm. i feel like it's the people that are around me that i get the most satisfaction from um so when we're talking about hustle culture this that and the other i'm just tapped out because <laughs> i just it's just not for me really and truly oh. like i just love my rest i just love making memories i'm excited for my 30s yeah, weirdly and a lot of the people that i see in their 30s seem more comfortable yeah, yeah. comfortable yeah. established yeah, it's like their 20s with like money yeah. <laughs> basically with money basically. and like more sense of self which i like i like mm. that but has anything yeah. interesting happened to you guys this week or have you been watching anything interesting as a whole this week oh i watched i started top boy mm. yeah i'm very slow with shows like extremely <laughs> slow mm. like it can take me three months to finish a season mm. i am so slow because i watch in like bits like i don't is that intentional no, I think it's because, like, because I don't work at 9 to 5, mm. I'm very, like, strict with my lunch time. So, like, 30 minutes is 30 minutes. As wow. soon as I, yeah, like, I'm very strict. Wow. So, as soon as the alarm goes off, I just leave. And if, like, you know, top was, like, an hour, for instance, for five minutes. So, like, that means I probably watch two episodes, maybe, well, in two days. Oh, sorry, one episode in two days. Mm. But then I also watch, like, I have this thing where... I don't watch, I have like comedies watching in the morning or in the afternoon and then in the evening I watch dramas. Like I don't like to wow. watch. I'm like, I need to laugh in the morning and afternoon whereas in the evening <laughs> I can watch like This Is Us, I can watch Top Boy, I can watch something. It's like, I can't play Afrobeat, not Afrobeat, I can't play like jazz in the afternoon. I can play that in the evening. So you know, there's some music that you just feel like it's more, it's a lot better to play when when things are quiet yeah. in the house. So. How about you? How's your, what, anything exciting about your own week? Do you know what? I feel like my life has been fairly exciting. Um, I started a new job, oh, um, oh. which, you know, I'm gassed to be doing, to mm. be honest. It's a step up from what I was doing before, but I'm enjoying it so far. It's good. Um, went to a little influencer event on Thursday, which now was you very to different. Who event? am I? I'm Who a new are girl. you? What did you <laughs> wear? Man. What did you wear? Do you know what? Yeah, the dress code was like like colorful glam or something. Mm. So I was stressing. I was like, oh my god, like, do I need to like wear heels and some like fancy dress? But I ended up wearing this kind of like orange fancy dress. Blazer. Was your first thought? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like you know when you panic a bit, but mm. um. No, I just had like an orange blazer dress on, just mm. some boots, mm. kept it kind of like chill. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was good. Met a lot of faces, met Victor Kunda, told him he was gorgeous to his Is face. He he's tall. What wow. I tell you, carved by the gods. As so in beautiful. like, no, Victor Kunda, I tell you, if you ever watched this, <laughs> tell it to Victor, the camera. Because we both me. met him. Wow. The guy looks moisturized. So oh clean. Very clean. Wow. Very cream. Skin was just very perfect. Sp- and like a really good presence in mm. general, very 100%. nice. Seems so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I also met met one of the co-hosts of like another podcast that I listened to called Two Two's Podcast, and she was lovely. Um, but what have I been watching? Mm. I have to apologize to you, Odessi, because when you told me to watch the trailer for Bel Air, I was very skeptical. I was like, ah, oh, it's another reboot. Same. Like, off the back of a real classic show, Fresh Prince. Like, is it really going to give the people what it needs to give? Mm. And then I started watching it. And it's it's good. It's Do a you good know show. What? I'm even going to cut you off right there. No, no. Do you know why? <laughs> because I feel like this is a consistent trend throughout this whole podcasting journey. I will say, Patricia, watch this. Patricia, do this. No. I, was I like my Desperate it, but... Housewives. No. <laughs> I like watching what I know. No. It's like I'm ahead of the times. <laughs> I'm seeing all these things. I'm telling you guys, it's going to bang. The whole world is saying, no, it's not. It's not. I said this with K-dramas. Oh I said God. this with Bel Air. 
no well, please I'm actually good things on. to Bob Miller but I've never I also thought the same with the trailer yeah. I was like it's going to be so cringe but no, I haven't watched um, it yet. it's very very good really? I wouldn't mm. I have to be honest I only watched episode one but Girl. episode one is very wow. very good I'm going to continue watching the rest I just need to sit down I'm giving it good I don't know if I'm going to say very very good I'll say it's very very good it's enjoyable definitely like it's not a bad show also Coco Jones is very beautiful beautiful like the face card just won't decline and they did um they cast her very well like she's very good at acting yeah it? yeah but it's good it's a good show just because it kind of like obviously all the names are like all the same so that's kind of the link to like the original show but like mm-hmm. it's very independent like in terms of the plot i don't know they've done it really well because like hillary is like an influencer and if hillary like back in fresh prince if influencing was a thing she would be an influencer mm. but it yeah so it kind of works it's just more um, realistic. Definitely more yeah. realistic. What have you been watching this week? How how's your week been going? Um, my week's been interesting. It's been all right, you know. I've been gallivanting up and down London. But watching wise, um, I watched a couple episodes of Young Rich Africans. Oh yeah, Ooh, is this good? This is it good? My mum loves it. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like. What do I think? I think. I think it's in the bag of what they've created it to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like what's making me so sad is no, it's it's a good show. Like for reality TV, it's actually good. Like it does what it says it's meant to do. I just don't like how we're just normalizing and just continuously perpetuating the culture of cheating. Like every mm. man on there cheats, and mm. it's just like, yeah, I cheat, but I just don't get caught. Like oh. we all cheat, and it's just like mm. it's normal. And it's like I know, I know that's a trope in like african culture for mm. men to just be gallivanting up and down and to come back to their wives when they're tired but i just didn't like how it's so normal mm. and it's so accepted i keep seeing there's one guy so he's he's with one of the girls mm. i don't know if this is two-faced but he's been with the girl in the relationship he's had like four separate children yeah. and she's the fifth yes yeah, so he two-faced two-faced isn't even in the show so it's focuses on his wife annie right and then he had five kids He's been with her for like 16 years. He had five kids. Before having a kid with her. Yeah. And he was with her the whole time. And she's still with him. And she's still very obsessed with him, essentially. And it's just really like, it was just sad. Because one, I feel like she clearly didn't watch the cut before they released that on Netflix. Because I wouldn't be happy with how I was portrayed. And she wasn't happy with how she was portrayed. And two, it's just sad, man. Like, it's sad to watch someone go through those Mm. things. But it's also interesting because the different characters they mix together... Like, my mom said that they put the wrong type of Nigerian in that mix because, mm. like, the South Africans were very, like, feisty and Annie's quite a timid person. I feel like if they put a Nigerian who's ready to fight, <laughs> we would have seen a completely different show. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But it was inter- It was an interesting thing. But what did you think from watching it? Yeah, I've only seen, like, 10 minutes of it. I started this <laughs> today. But, yeah, so far, so good. I feel like, I mean, I'm not entirely um, happy with the whole, like... I mean, I find obscene... Do you pronounce it obscene? Like mm. when, yeah, the obscene wealth, like really uncomfortable. You know, the inequality is so huge. But obviously, like, it's not to say that, like, you can't show other aspects of, you know, Africa. But I just felt like, I don't know, maybe I just wanted a bit more normalcy. And mm. some of the wealth was just, it was just so uncomfortable to see, knowing like the reality. Yeah. yeah. I don't think normalcy will come from these kind of reality tv shows like mm. even what's it called like i'm very excited to see real housewives of lagos yeah i feel like oh the gosh, drama yeah. that's gonna come out is gonna be so <laughs> a different level of drama and i think that kind of thing i've, I've actually been asking for this for years because i feel like yeah. nigerians we have a different level of petty we have a different level of like 
causing shade and causing all sorts of situations. So I feel like that would be interesting. But I do agree with having a show that shows like the normalcy. Like imagine having a show based in like an African country, maybe Nigeria or Ghana, where it just shows that the generation of people coming up and hustling and building their lives. So a bit like Issa Rae's The Sweet Life. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm -mm. But similar to that where it's almost like a made in Chelsea or high life, but you're just seeing more normal situations where it's not glamorized. The world yeah. isn't glamorized. Well, where people are coming from isn't glamorized. There's so many different characters to explore. So I think it's it'll true. be interesting to see. Oh my God. No, I'm going to start it today, I think. Young Famous in Africa. And let me know what you think. Because just the tweets are just too much. And like I said, like, they have so much money. But the wigs weren't wigging. The wigs were really part of your I city. I saw one picture. Sorry. I don't know who's the one that wore the purple wig. But it was just the hairline was here and the wig was just mm. it was giving hat. It was what was confusing me is just that you're coming out of a Lamborghini, but it just doesn't match. It's not, it's not matching. That is unfortunate. It's not matching. Should we move on to talking about Abbott Elementary? So, Abbott Elementary is an American mockumentary sitcom about elementary school teachers in Philadelphia, and it is created by Quinta Brunson. Who I know from BuzzFeeds. Mm. I was watching her on BuzzFeed videos mm -hmm. like back in the day. And now she's out here just creating amazing shows. So that's Abbott Elementary, guys. What do you what do you think of the show? Right, I love the show. So my friend Ayo put me onto it and he was like, You need to watch this. And I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just I, I don't think I was in the mood at the time for comedy. Mm. So um I started watching it about three weeks ago and like I said, I'm very slow with shows. So, but this time I was quicker with it. That's how I knew I really, really liked it. Mm. And um, I really, really enjoyed it. I think for me, again, like we spoke earlier about normalcy. What I liked about it was how the cast felt so normal and relatable. And, you know, for me as a writer, like teachers were like my second parents. So mm. um, just seeing that recognition that teachers were getting in the show was so, so lovely and wholesome. And I sent to my friend who's a teacher and I was like, you need to see this. Mm. Um Although he hasn't seen it yet, but um, <laughs> taking time. I was but, ready to be inspired. I was like, like, no, that's what the street is. My reality is enough. I don't. Want, I want to escape. Oh no. Um, but yeah, I really, really liked it. I found found it so funny. I'm not a big fan of The Office, which is like I know. Girl, I, you know what? How could you you're say that? Oh, oh my god, you're not alone. I yeah. hear it. I understand. Okay, because I tried. I tried because everyone was like, "It's like The Office," which is why I didn't want to watch it. So I was like, "Oh god." But then when I watched it, I like because I like mockumentaries, which is why I like Modern yeah. Family. I like Modern Family. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Modern Family. Yeah. Well aligned. But um, yeah, I really really liked it, and I just liked how I mean the principal Ava is hilarious. She's so funny. Her one liners are fantastic. It's one of those ones where you actually laugh. Yeah. yeah. Like you actually open your mouth to be like, ha ha. Like yes. Yeah. Um, I think Ava is definitely the reason why I laugh. I didn't know she was a principal. I thought she was a secretary. For the <laughs> oh my God. I thought she was a secretary for like maybe two episodes. I was like, this lady is really relevant and she's making important decisions. Yeah. So she's actually the principal. Yeah. How did she get that That's job? She blackmailed the superintendent. Oh, is it? Because she caught him cheating. Oh, so she was like, you're going to make me wow. the principal of the school. Honestly, because I was thinking like, how did this, all this time I was thinking, when's the real principal coming out? When's coming? No, I was her. like, so it's you. It's her. Yeah. And I love that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love that. So who who do you say between you guys? Like who do you say is your favorite character um, in the show? I think I find Avia the funniest, mm. but I think my favorite character is I really like Barbara. Is that her, her yeah, name? Yeah, she's sweet. Yeah, but yeah. is Barbara the um, older lady? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I like how she, I mean, represents like the old, but also like she has some really funny lines. And mm. um, I remember there was an episode where 
she was actually no, no it's not barbara it's the janitor yeah oh my god because yes, 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 yes. like yeah. he he has like very few lines but like he says the right thing at the right yeah. time i was thinking barbara because of the scene where barbara and the janitor like were in the same like the staff room mm. um but yeah the janitor is so funny i think ava is definitely the funniest character for me because she's just so rude um, <laughs> she is. but i just feel like low-key the kids as well the really? kids really i don't know like they're so good. Like the one that can't read. Yeah. And he's no, holding the book upside so down. That was so funny. <laughs> like, the kids in the show actually no are way. really good kid actors. And mm. I just love how involved they are. Um, But yeah, I just think Ava's the fu- Ava's the funniest, but she annoys me. Yeah. Barbara probably would be my favourite because she's funny, but she's also just a nice character. Mm. Um, But then there's also the guy. Which one? The white guy. Gregory. Not Gregory, Jacob. Jacob. Jacob he's yeah. he he's so weird. Yeah. I really, he's probably one of my favorite. Actually, yeah, for my boy, yeah. He's so serious. I feel like he reminds me of just like he's just the he he feels like a real colleague, like that person that just <laughs> wants to be your friend, but they don't want to do too much, but they want to mm. be your friend. And like the minute you show the little glimpse of life, they they pour everything into it. He's hilarious. But some, did you ever have those teachers where you could have that banter, but then the you you would take it too far and then they'll suddenly switch up on you and then just give you they'll just say get out of the class but it's like did you take it too far or did they just not know how to handle it obviously i'm looking in hindsight i don't remember what was said yeah. but i always just feel like everything was calm and then you said out I was like, Wait, like why did you switch up on me like we were actually oh, laughing <laughs> they probably and missed then, lunch that day <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then we're all confused as to like what is our relationship yeah. with you? I, I feel like those teachers need to be consistent. Like, if you're going to be strict, just be strict. You if you're going to be a vibe, be a vibe and know when to pattern. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. I did want to add another character, Janine's boyfriend, Tyreek. Oh he's he's God, actually yes. a funny character. Whenever I see him, I'm also really annoyed. Like, yeah, <laughs> like why really are you with, it. especially with, uh, what's her name, Janine? Like, why yeah. are you with this man? Like, how? A lot of people's, like, first anything mm. in general, who you were, at that beginning it's not who you are later on but you don't see that mm. until like everyone who knows you for who you are now sees who you're yeah. with if that makes sense mm. but, like she still sees him as yeah we were 15 or 18 and like this and that he's cute like that's how he is but everyone else is like this is a grown mm. man yeah. he's trying to pursue a music career and it ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's a bag. And it reminds me of <laughs> someone's tweeted saying based on because you know um Idris Elba is like pursuing music and stuff. Yeah. And someone tweeted like, ladies, you actually 
have to be on your toes at all times because at any age your <laughs> man could decide he wants to pursue a rap career oh and, that's the, and that's the situation and it was just making me laugh because i was thinking about this and like i feel like i feel like uncle idris is his music's actually vibing to me like mm. i feel like he, he's got something there but it's like at what point <laughs> do you support like the journey like babe this is your passion and at what point are you like babe I know this is the one because he'll be like you weren't there with me in the beginning you didn't ride with me in the beginning but you you know that this doesn't slap I think some people need to be embarrassed like experience embarrassment and shame (laughs) before they before like they honestly because I I think there's some people that you just can't like tell them you can tell them the truth and they still just don't get it but like if the public shames them Mm. you know then they realise I think some people just need their own I guess okay. shame. They need to experience shame. But are you willing to partake in that shame? Because well, no, you, 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 you <laughs> it's, not me. it's shame yeah. by association. So it's like that's your man. Like yeah, that's my man. Yeah, I'm gonna stick beside him. No, <laughs> I, uh, no that's that's I tricky. Capacity for that. I think I'd provide resources. So like, if a person needed, like, I'd be like, maybe, um, maybe I had a friend who was another good rapper. I'd say, come to the studio session, kind of observe what's happening. Just kind of learn mentorship in your some sense. Okay. But the thing, what you're saying, but the thing is, in his head, like let's imagine that you're dating Tariq, right? Yeah. In his head, he doesn't even think it's mentorship. He thinks it's collab. Like you jump in the booth, I'll jump in after. Yeah. Like, like yeah, he thinks you have to be good. explicit. Like, babe, I don't think you're that good. Oh lord. Sometimes people need tough love, though. You know, mm. maybe you have to suck it up and just be like, listen, the music is just not strong enough. But do you think Tariq is also the kind of person that thinks he's like amazing? So yeah, even if you I told him, because I don't does. know if he would. Because I, I think he actually thinks he's great, which is yeah, the problem. He he's but, the that, that's, but the issue is that sometimes you need to be delusional to be successful. So it's like true. even like with the whole Yeezus and Kanye West yeah, situation, for a long time, Kanye, people were telling Kanye he wasn't good, but he was good. Yeah. So is it one of those things that maybe we just don't see it? Yeah, <laughs> we just don't see the vision that like they're ahead of their time. We just don't that's see so it. He's true. ahead of his time. And then in 2030, everyone will be bagging out his music like he was so slept on. People didn't appreciate mm. him. But it's like... But when you actually think about music today, you don't always need to be like a Kanye mm. to be successful. Mm. So he could very well blow. blow. That's the thing. Mm. It was yeah. just even the situation where that episode where everyone was kind of questioning why they're together. Yeah. And he just assumed that like Greg was like A&R and Greg yeah. was someone that was managing talent. I was like, dude, you're at a school. <laughs> <laughs> no one is here for you. No one is checking <laughs> for you. It's just so funny. Like I found... I find I don't know. I think what I really like about the show is that the characters are so well thought out and mm. so mm. likable across the board. But do you think Abbott Elementary could work in the UK with like primary school teachers? Do you think it could work? Or in Nigeria? I can't speak for Nigeria because I've obviously never been. But like, oh, do you know what? England, mm. I can see it. Yeah. I can fully, fully see it. Mm. And I think it would be so hilarious. Mm. Um, Ghana, I don't know. I actually don't know. Like, again, my time there has been very limited and mm. I also never schooled there. Mm. So I can't really say. But I definitely would watch one that was based in the UK. I don't. I didn't go to a public school in Nigeria, so I'll speak mm. from going to a private school in Nigeria. It could work to an extent. So, like, staff from politics is a big thing in, like, in Lagos private schools. So I know that, like, there's mm. a lot of tension in the staff room. And also, like, I think there'd be a lot of punishment. So that, that would be the only thing. So get out of my class. Um... <laughs> Kneel down here. Um, I feel like that. That would be more of what would. I can't imagine the mockumentary about that. <laughs> Honestly, so much. That would be such a great spin-off, actually. And I think also there'd be a lot of like um, extracurricular activities. So because mm. I I feel like a lot of Nigerian private schools are so big on dance. Like dance is such a huge part of really? like yeah, like our Christmas mm. concerts were like a full production. And also like 
there'd be British children that were sent to Nigeria. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, that's that's actually actually so, so, yeah. so I can imagine, like, maybe with the child that couldn't read, maybe they told them, Oh, go and read, like, maybe say the national anthem on the stage. <laughs> and maybe he just didn't, maybe the child didn't understand it. That nice teacher was like, No, 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 you know, he just came from London. Don't worry, it's okay. <laughs> you know what? Now you're fleshing it out. That's a, yeah. I think it's a story, it's a right? Yeah. 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 Get a producer, get in development. This is is why we like this podcast. (laughs) Regards to like Nollywood as a whole, there's so many spaces that need to be explored. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of seeing stories that have the same um, plot line of the moral is women obey your husband (laughs) so he doesn't beat you or cheat on you. I don't want that anymore. But like not to say that like getting Western recognition is the sign of success, but thinking about kind of how K-dramas are really Mm -hmm. more like globally consumed now like imagine having that from like nollywood and stuff like that and just more people recognizing it i think i think it will does happen. that make sense i 100 mm-hmm. see it happening i feel like within the next i'll say 20 let me not say 10 years i'll say in the next 20 years nollywood could be where k-dramas are no but we're actually going to move on to the third part of the podcast um so we've kind of picked a scene from abbott elementary that odessi and i have kind of reimagined and you actually touched on it earlier on, and it's the it's the scene where Tyreek comes to the school. Um, it's that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that scene, sorry, that episode. Um, but Janine and Greg kind of walk outside because she's being teased about her relationship mm. with Tyreek from the other teachers. So she storms off and she's outside in the rain and then Greg comes to join her. Um, but that scene is kind of what we've worked on. Okay. So we're gonna play our different versions for you and then you mm. can decide which is your favorite after asking us questions and picking it apart. For me, I've just done it from a position that um, Tariq is a jealous character in general and the consequences of that and seeing if Janine finally sees if he's the guy for her. Tariq spots Greg and Janine together and is instantly jealous. He doesn't know who Greg is, but is determined to show him who's boss. On stage, he starts performing his music, but the kids boo him. Janine panics, but Tariq is still triggered by Greg's presence. So he ditches his original music and starts to do a freestyle diss track on Greg. The kids cheer and encourage Greg to fight back. They're calling him, Greg, skinny leg, skinny leg Greg. Greg, fired up picks up the mic and battles Tariq. It's like he's rehearsed these bars his whole life because they cut deep to the point where Tariq is questioning his whole existence. Janine is mortified as Tariq runs off the stage. He blames her for humiliating him and dumps her. The next day, the office is tense. The teachers are laughing about the situation but all silent when Janine enters the room. She's heartbroken and is too distracted to focus on work. We watch her sneak out of her classes to call Tariq, but it goes to voicemail. She leaves over 40 desperate messages. Now she's even giving Greg the silent treatment for getting involved. Feeling bad, Greg spends the next few days trying to make it up to her. He secretly sends his students as couriers to send her favorite coffee drinks to her class. Janine finally forgives him, admitting that things were blown out of proportion. Spotting an opportunity, Greg tries to make a move, but they're interrupted when Tariq calls. Apparently, he spoke to his mum, who told him off about his behaviour, and he's realised that he was wrong and he doesn't want to break up anymore. In fact, the whole situation inspired his music. At that moment, 
the penny finally drops for Janine. She realises that she can't be with him and refuses to get back together. He doesn't take it well. That weekend, Tariq drops a mixtape called Greg and the X and all the interludes feature Janine's sad voicemails. It goes viral and all the kids are singing his songs, playing her voice note interludes in her classes. She's publicly embarrassed again, but at least this time, the song slaps. Wow, that was so mm. good. So yeah, that's that's my scene. Um, Patricia, I'd love to hear your storyline. It's hard to describe my scene, but I think Janine kind of realises that maybe she's not where she needs to be um, with her relationship with Tariq. Mm. And it kind of builds a closeness with Greg. Janine stands outside in the pouring rain before Greg comes to meet her, umbrella in hand. She vents about the other teachers making fun of her relationship and Greg gives her shoulder a quick squeeze to comfort her. As the kids head back into the building for the performance, one student spots their embrace and gleefully runs inside. He runs up to another kid and squeals, I saw Miss Teagues and Mr Eddie kissing. What follows is the biggest game of Chinese whispers you've ever seen. Throughout Tyreek's performance, the children snigger and make kissy noises. As the kids leave the school, Principal Ava overhears the kids talking about Janine and Greg. Miss Teagues and Mr. Eddie sitting in the tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Not one to miss out on gossip, Ava pulls the children up and asks them to fill her in. Invigorated by the new intel, but furious at Janine for making a move on her work husband, Ava marches up to Janine packing up boxes outside her classroom. I know we teased you about your deadbeat rapper boyfriend, but did you need to go and make out with Greg already? What Ava didn't see is Janine's boyfriend waiting for her inside her classroom and Greg packing up stuff in the classroom directly across the hall. What? 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 Both men walk into the hallway confused and Ava backs up and runs away. Hurt, Tyreek asks Janine if the kiss is true. Janine denies it immediately. Tyreek asks her if she thinks of him as a washed up rapper. Janine stutters. She lets Tyreek walk away. Janine and Greg are back outside in the pouring rain, standing under the umbrella. Janine asks why Ava thinks they kissed. Greg replies, I don't know, but I'm glad. He didn't make you happy anyway. They head over to Greg's car and drive off in the opposite direction of Janine's apartment. Oh, wow. Very different. It is very different. That's very the thing. interesting. Yeah. I feel like, I like, I feel like we had different approaches. I definitely mm. took a comedy. You definitely took a drama. Um, and I think they were both funny, to be honest. Both interesting. My thing is, Greg seems to have a bit of balls this episode, man. Yeah. Because this whole time he's been timid. He's Very been timid. timid. So for him to even be like, I'm glad, I'm glad. Like, I think that's him just sort of stepping out of his comfort zone though, because he's been too timid. And he's like, okay, this is actually my opportunity. Mm. And I feel like one of my favorite things about um, mockumentaries and stuff, like with The Office, um, what's that, Parks and Rec. Yeah. There's always like an unassuming romance that takes such a while to build yeah. that you're so satisfied when they actually end up dating. So I was like, I'm gonna just like tease Greg and Janine's relationship out. Like they're standing out in the rain, that's romantic. They get in a car together. Cause I kind of want to see that develop cause I know it's gonna happen. So mm. I was just like, let's just move it forward a bit. Your scene though, mm. 
So you focus a bit more about like Tariq and his music, and this time <laughs> it actually blows. It blows, yeah. It's like, what's what like what would happen off the back of that? Like, so, is Janine vibing? No, she's like not. she's obviously mortified. She's but like, because she broke up with him. Yeah, because well, he broke up with her first, and then his mom told him off, and then <laughs> he was like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna break <laughs> up with you. Then she yeah. broke up with him, and then he, I feel like the spite is what made him mm. drop this mixtape. Mm. And I thought the reason I wanted to include like the voicemails and stuff is because this is what all these boys that like, you're a dissing rapper. That's how any voice that you said <laughs> using you your trauma for content. Yeah, was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and imagine like all these kids hearing you say, "Oh my gosh, baby, I'm so sorry." All these you, you being oh very like God. vulnerable mm. and being exposed. And imagine that now being a viral TikTok sound that mm. everyone is playing. You're a meme. And um, the thing is, like, I don't think she'd be happy mm. at all. But I think if the song blows, it's like, oh. No one expected that. Yeah. So Tariq actually made it and became successful. So and I feel like, if anything, it gives Greg more of a leeway to be like, look, this guy's actually trash. And yeah. yeah, so what is Greg doing throughout all of this? Obviously, he rap he battled. Rap battle. But like, where where does his relationship with Janine stand? Um, so after the rap battle, because um, the rap battle, she didn't really want him to participate in it. He yeah. was like, like, Tariq was firing shots and Greg was like, I'm not having it. And it, it clearly mm. was a bit of an act of passion that happened. Yeah. Um, but I think with what happened, because she didn't like the consequences of it and she was kind of giving Greg the silent treatment after, he was just trying to get back into her good books. So that's why he was using like the children as chorus to send like coffees and all these mm. different things to her. And now they're kind of in a good space. Yeah. And like when she forgave him, he was kind of thinking about making a move. It's a bit sp- soon. She just broke up with her boyfriend. Mm. Can't go in too soon. Exactly. So I think with Greg, he's just looking for the right time. Mm. Will the time come? Yeah. We pray it's within season one or season two <laughs> yeah. because it will be season five for these people. Do you have any questions? No, I really enjoyed both both um, mm. stories. I liked how you both paid attention to detail. The romance of Greg and... Janine is something that interests me. It probably doesn't really want it to happen. I don't know. It <laughs> doesn't want it to happen. Yeah, I'm just like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I, I like the suspense of, like, and the yeah, tension yeah. of it not happening. Like, I is do. it happening? Is it not happening? 10 seconds, matey. 10 seconds is really nothing. I know I keep saying this every time we do but it. I prefer but... it that way. <laughs> Are you like manifesting the words or something? Black. It's black. There's no words there. <laughs> Think fast. Three, two, one, go. Pick my scene because it shows an authentic, hilarious experience of them. We see the different types of dynamics of their relationship, how Tyreek acts and what actually happens if he blew. We see how Janine okay, acts and how she reacts. I don't actually have anything to say about my scene. It's really hard. This, I haven't yeah. got anything to defend. To th- it's just like, it is what it is. Like, if you like it. You like it. You like it. <laughs> okay, you know I mean? so i just give you 10 seconds then. Ready? Yeah. So. I don't have much to say, but if you vibe with the scene, then you know which one to pick. I got the kids in there causing a bit of drama. Obviously, you got the satisfaction of Greg and Janine coming Time's together. Yeah. But yeah. Well done. We've had we have a very chill approach this time. Usually we're quite amped up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think Patricia and I are very much like, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. 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 At this we've stage, hit that point. So, yeah, we've hit we've we've reached this stage where it is what it is. And usually when I'm watching my plates, like I said, I listen to this point, I always like pause it and I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to like I find suspense so scary I'm like oh my god okay because I I like the humor of I guess the scene where there was like the battle rap and um I think also because the TikTok virality could mean that um Ava could be upset in the same way like she was kind of upset in the episode of um 
the TikTok when well, no, school supplies. I feel like that could. You mean Janine? Sorry, Janine, rather. Janine. That could increase more tension. Um, because I'm all for drama. Like, I was thinking of sort of what would give the most drama. And I feel like Janine could also get really annoyed about the mixtape and then maybe respond by creating another TikTok with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because of that, I would pick Adesu's. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, when she said that on rap, I was like, "It's a desi," and it was like so silent. I, I think for me, because it takes me back to like twenty tens with like ciphers. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I also really love Patricia's as well. I feel like I, I think it was so creative, and um, even though, like I said, I don't think I really care about them being together. I like the fact that um, it's teased, and I also like that. Like the tension between like Ava coming in as well. I'm like, wow, like that is so crazy. And also like the fact that Janine for a second, when you were seeing the boxes, I was like, she's going to leave the school. So mm, yeah. because um, if Janine leaves, I'm like, is Abbott really Abbott? Yeah. Like, who's going to fight for them it's, again? <laughs> so, she's she the holding it all together. Honestly, imagine yeah. Ava being like a, a teacher. That would just be so messy. No, I feel like your idea was very creative. Thank like you. it was actually an alternative team. But yeah, here concludes an episode of that would bang um thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to follow us at the twb pod on instagram twitter and tiktok but yeah i've been patricia i'm at double underscore pdbr on instagram and twitter i'm adesi at adi adesi on instagram and twitter and i'm lanary at lanary underscore adirami everywhere bye 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.